Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare Podcast. This is where reality meets medicine, raw, unscripted, and uncensored. Co-hosted by healthcare aficionados, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. Ready to deep dive into the heart of healthcare? No filter, just facts. Let's get started. Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And today we're talking about dental health and mental health. This topic, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but we're kind of addressing it in a different way. So, you know, mental health is a huge concern in the, in, I mean, I think mental health across any kind of industry is always a concern, but it's heavily been a concern for years in dental for the actual dental professionals. Um, but the way we're talking about it today is actually patients' mental health and how it can translate based on um, how they're taking care of their, their dental hygiene. Um, and so it's kind of a twist on it a little bit. And Tamara, I know you've been kind of reading up on this and seen a ton of this in the news lately. So I'm gonna let you yeah. put your perspective on it. Well, it, it was kind of like a personal situation. Like I was looking things up on the internet to try and understand like why my face hurt like every morning. I would wake up and it would be so puffy and like even around my jaw, I was feeling, you know, like a lot of, um, you know, tense muscles and things like that. And I was like, what is going on with me? Um, and there was a ton of conversations actually about stress and how stress can lead to, you know, the clenching of the jaw, which ultimately, you know, can mess up with the TMJ. Of course, I'm no dental professional here, but, um, I was just reading up on Google and it can really, you know, interact and cause issues across multiple areas in the mouth. And so, um, you know, I think that there was something to say with all of these uh, comments of all of these individuals, right, that are dealing with the same thing. They're like, oh my God, I'm so stressed all day. I don't realize like how much pressure I put in my jaw. And then ultimately by the end of the day, or even the next day I wake up and it's like swollen or it hurts. And so I really do think that you know, when you're going to a dental office and you're talking to a practitioner, like there's questions that potentially they can ask a patient also in a way to try and understand, right, why the jaw is hurting so much. It could be obviously hygiene issues, but it could also be, you know, just stress. And so, you know, being able to cope with stress can hopefully help, you know, the jaw and help things relax in the muscles here. So it was definitely more of a personal uh, research project for myself. And it, it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of issues with everyone really right now. I mean, I'm, I've definitely experienced that where I'm, I sit there and I realize like I'm clenching my jaw. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, that is, how did I not even realize I was doing it until, you know, it's been like five minutes of that and now I'm in pain. Um, but it, I mean, a lot of people I think go through that and don't even realize it's happening. So it's something that I think dentists should definitely be talking to their patients about just even in, in a normal conversation, even if they're not seeing any kind of um, reflection of that happening with the patient, but just having them be more aware of it is helpful. I mean, just continuing the patient education, but um, you know, I think just anxiety and depression is such a, a huge issue. I mean, I've got anxiety. I experience depression as well as I'm sure everyone else that listens to this podcast at some level has gone through that in their lives. And, you know, when you're in that mood or um, you're going through that, you just seem to not really care about 
things you should care about. Um, and so I, we were also talking about earlier today how that can actually lead to neglecting your um, dental routines and things like that, that, you know, normally you would just be like, oh, this is what I do every single morning. And then sometimes you forget or you're just in this fog and you don't realize. So it can definitely contribute to dental issues. Yeah. So self-care, I mean, people are throwing right. around the words self-care and a lot of the times people that are going through depression or don't feel, you know, hundred percent, um, that self-care actually makes them feel like it's more work and it's daunting and that self-care includes personal hygiene. And so, you know, I think that there's also some conversations that could be had also when you're in the dental office to, you know, talk to your practitioner, let them know, you know, try, try and be as open as you possibly can. Obviously know that like your dental, uh, practitioner is probably not a mental health practitioner as well. That would be really cool, but probably not. So, you know, knowing that, that at least let them know that there are some, you know, pending issues or things that you're dealing with, um, because ultimately, you know, they're not jumping to certain conclusions, right. That may just be, you know, stress related or, you know, anxiety related, um, and there are also some treatment op options too. You know, I was reading a lot about that too, um, just with the dental health area and little things that you can do to help kind of boost the dental hygiene morale. Um, there's lots of really fun videos on YouTube um, to try and, you know, hype you up to do that. Um, but really, you know, I think there's just the lack of knowledge and, and hopefully this episode will help push people to communicate better um, because those two things are major things that happen with a person's life and they're not connected at some point. And so I think people need to, you know, start connecting the dots between stress and oral hygiene. But also if you think about it, like if you're going through a lot, like it could be a patient that has gone through so many different things, but they, you know, they see that recurring appointment come up for their dental visit. And the, that's like the last thing they want to deal with. But if you're, if you're a dental office that's <clears throat> proactive with their patients and making them have that feeling of comfort that they can come there and they're not going to be judged or, you know, they're going to have a true conversation about the importance of dental hygiene. And it's not going to be like they're sitting there scolding you for not doing these things. Like they're just trying to help you be better at it and understand the importance behind it and how it can attribute to your health in general. Like, that's a totally different perspective than just being like, oh God, that's another thing I have to deal with. They're going to totally make me feel like crap about this. Um, but then to your point as well, they're not mental health professionals. They're, they're not there to treat you um, as you're, if you're going to therapy or something like that, but to elaborate on the comfort and then also maybe even considering establishing partnerships with mental health professionals and allowing for, you know, referrals or collaborative treatment plans or things like that, that can help them just feel like their dentist is a part of <clears throat> a resource to them and, and kind of gets that sense that they truly care about them on more than just the, the dental health level. So. Yeah, it's a major issue. I would say just professionals working in silos. Like I yeah. absolutely hate it. And I think there's a lot that happens with healthcare alone. And I know that we talked a little bit about this with um, Brian Laskin at Tooth Apps, you know, about data and just how things need to kind of, you know, mesh together. They need to speak to one another. Um, the same goes with, you know, 
healthcare, right? Even if you're going to a dentist and you're seeing a mental health provider, you know, connect the dots because some of the times you'll see overlap, right? My stress is leading to my jaw, like breaking down. Um, how can we fix this, right? Work with the mental health provider and see if there's ways that you guys can connect and, and hopefully provide better treatment options to your patients. And I think this comes back to mobile dentistry. I mean, not everybody offers this, but I think that this is where mental health and dental can collide a little bit because when patients are, you know, fearful of going to the dentist, or as we said, are just like, oh, I, I don't want to, I can talk myself out of it because I don't have to drive to that dental office. Um, what's different about mobile dentistry is they come to you, they go to your place of work or they go to your home or wherever, you know, is it becomes more of like, okay, I'm more inclined to go to that because I'm already there and it's my place of comfort. Um, whereas they might have more anxiety deciding to go to a dental office, which obviously we, we don't want to happen. But I mean, if you think about it, it's just like going to the gym. You can totally convince yourself not to go when you're sitting at home and you got, you know, the TV right there and that looks way more appetizing than going to the gym. I mean, personally, but, <laughs> but you know, it's way easier. <laughs> Clearly yeah. I need to, I need to go to the gym, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, the gym and mental health also play into exactly. one of the two, you know, as you work out, you start to feel better. So no, this is, it's definitely the same. And, um, not just coming to their house, but also the telehealth side of things too. You know, I think there's a really big, um, sort of push obviously post COVID to do all of this, you know, digital connections and, you know, talking to your providers. Um, I think that's a good way to get at least the ball rolling. Obviously a dental practitioner will want to get in there and kind of see what's going on, take x-rays, all of those things, but at least you can make that introduction. And I think also like meeting your provider face-to-face -face is a little daunting sometimes, especially if it's obviously a new one. Um, and so doing it maybe virtually could help kind of bridge the gap and kind of get things going. And then maybe they might feel a little bit more comfortable coming into the office as well. So there's lots of ways to connect with your patients. But I, I ultimately think, you know, speaking as a patient, um, somebody that has dealt with mental health issues as well, I think it's super, super important to just think about it and try to connect the dots at some point. Right. And then there's like, then there's also like the confidence factor where, you know, people need to also recognize that like, not only is your dentist there to provide you with like oral health, they want to get your teeth where they need to be, but also they want to provide you with more confidence because if they are taking care of your teeth and showing you how to take care of your teeth properly or giving you those cosmetic tweaks, like teeth whitening professionally done or, you know, whatever it is, um, they're giving you more confidence and it's actually helping you improve your, your anxiety, your depression, and just like overall how you're looking at yourself and perceiving yourself. So um, it's like, as, as long as like that confidence factor is included in there too. And like dentists are talking about how this is going to just, Oh, you're, you know, you're going to walk out of your new person, like trying to talk positively about everything. I feel like that makes a huge difference too. And we, I mean, we might be preaching to the choir here. I mean, we might get dentists on here that are like, hey, I already do these things and I totally get it. But the, this is really for patients too that, you know, aren't in the dental industry that are listening that maybe need to realize that it's, it's um, you need to look at from a different perspective that 
the dentists are there to not only take care of your, your actual oral health, but to make you feel better when you walk out the door in multiple ways. Yeah. So even if these, you know, dental offices and all these providers that are, you know, constantly doing this and are aware of these problems, it's like amazing to hear, obviously, but also it's, it's important to just always stay on top of it, right? Even if you do it once, you got to do it again, you got to do it again, you know, make your patients feel that you're communicating with them, you're listening, you know, all of the important things. But yeah, if you guys are doing it, bravo. (laughs) I mean, set yourself apart too, if you're not like, this is one way to do it. Like, talk to your your patients about different things that might be impacting their lives. And this is one of them that we know is definitely a part of their day to day. So um, just provide them with education and information. There's, you know, you could even have pamphlets or whatever, but I love that idea of the collaboration with local mental health care professionals. So that would be like a huge takeaway, but, (laughs) but I mean, I think we've kind of covered it here. You know, it's like, it's pretty self-explanatory, but we just wanted to shed awareness around this because not only is mental health, you know, a huge problem, like we said, for the dental professionals, but just the patients in general as well. So um, thanks for listening to today's podcast episode sponsored by Uptime Health. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about Uptime Health, visit uptimehealth.com. And if you have any questions or comments for us, leave them down below. Thank you. Thank you.